there, I'm Gina Keeping, ex-classroom teacher turned lifestyle entrepreneur. And not too long ago, overwhelm and stress was my norm. Now I have created a life where I help others find their passions by giving women the runway to take that one day daydream to a thriving business. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast, where each week I bring you an inspiring person or message where we talk about all things life and business related, where our conversations are real, the information is inspiring, there's a splash of fun, lots of laughs, and we dive into life lessons and the deep conversations about all the things. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you like today's podcast. On today's episode, we have Tammy King. She is a total body health coach, and we talked about all the things today. We talked about confidence. We talked about mindset. We talked about struggle. We talked about the pandemic, and we even talked about the challenges of leaving a nine to five job and what running an online business has meant during a pandemic. Have a listen and hope you enjoy. Hey, Tammy, how are you doing? Hey, good. How are you? Oh, I'm fantastic. And I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so excited. (laughs) So you are the chosen one because you're my very first podcast interviewee. So welcome and thank you for being here. Thank Um, you. I'm honored. (laughs) Oh, good. Well, we just have so much fun together too. And you have such a beautiful story to share. And I thought, why not have you on as my very first guest? So before we dive into all the juicy stuff, can you just take a minute and tell the listeners who you are and what it is that you do? Sure. So I'm a mom of two small kids, a four-year-old and a two-year-old. I'm a wife and um, I'm now a certified total body health coach who focuses on helping women become the best version of themselves. And my proudest recent uh, project is a community called the mom's community, which really focuses on six pillars. It helps uh, women with, you know, getting a community connection, uh, movement, nutrition, mindset, and of course, you know, some fun. <laughs> of course, because we couldn't do what we do if we didn't have fun. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Awesome. And you have such a beautiful community there. And I just love what you have created. So bravo to you. But this hasn't always been your life. No, no, definitely not. (laughs) So you recently, and I say recently, because you just had your year anniversary of you leaving your corporate nine to five job. I did. And I cannot believe it. (laughs) That's amazing. So can you just tell us and the listeners, because I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people who are listening here, who are in their nine to five, who are in the corporate world, we'll say, and are really unhappy and are looking up to someone like yourself, who just dove in, took a chance and are where you are today. But can you just tell us a little bit about that transition? And, you know, just tell the listeners how you came from living living this corporate nine to five to doing what you're doing now and living your dream. Yeah, for sure. So growing up, I never 
it was always, uh, I knew I was always going to be somewhat into a job that was like eight to five. It was going to be serving other people. I always first thought I was going to be a teacher and because uh, my mother was a teacher. And so I went to university to do that. And then I left um, university because I said, oh, that's not it. Don't know if I can handle my own kids. I don't know if I want to put up with someone else's. <laughs> so then I switched careers and went into business. And um, I always knew that I wanted to be, you know, a leader in whatever, you know, job or position that I did and um, it wasn't until I had kids actually that um, you know that's when things started to change I actually went through um, some depression after having kids uh, postpartum depression and um, I don't even know like I feel that it was the universe I'm kind of a universe person and I feel that it was the universe telling me that I'm not living to my fullest potential I was every day you know I'd wake up and I'd just felt like life was passing me by so much. Like with the kids, I just felt that I couldn't enjoy the things that I wanted. I was in a rush to get them ready for school and get them out the door and drop them off. And, and I just felt like, you know, there has to be more to life than just going through the motion. And I always knew that there was something in me, like that I always wanted to help others. And in a job, I just felt I was in a box and I just didn't have that opportunity to advance as quick as I wanted to. I wasn't making, like my income was basically just paying for childcare. And I was just, you know, just going through the motions. And once, you know, I just was kind of, like I said, in this depression type of state, this feeling just felt I wasn't living to my fullest potential. And I said, like, you know, it was like a wake up call to be like, okay, well, you can do this for the rest of your life or you can do something that makes you happy. So you, I started investing the time to myself. I started following people that I wanted to be like. And that's when I was like, you know what? Hell, I can just do the same thing as them if I just put some time into myself and just started doing the things that I wanted to do and stopped, you know, worrying about my nine to five job, did my work there, but then come home and worked on myself. You know? <laughs> Absolutely. And I love that you said working on yourself, because as you know, um, you know, that was kind of the catalyst for me too, was working on yourself and allowing yourself to even think bigger. Um, you know, you were in this situation where you knew you weren't happy. And even just by looking at what is possible, it allowed you to have this runway to go for it. You know, were you scared? Like, did you have fear? Because a lot of people think that when you do these things that, oh, I wish I could do that because, you know, there's always a reason. But were you scared? Like, did you have that fear? Listen, I'm still scared. <laughs> yes, <laughs> That's not part of it, right? But I was actually listening to a podcast this morning. I went for a walk because I've learned, like I said, you know, being as mom, there's 24 hours in a day. And I now know how important it is that I take that first time in that morning to me um, because, you know, I need to be my best version of me to show up for everybody else. But I was actually listening to a podcast today and, um, it was talking about like a baby when they're, you know, when they're developing, they're learning to crawl and they look around and see, you know, other people walking and no matter how many times they fall, no matter how many times they bump into something, they still get up and learn to walk. And that's exactly like, that's how I feel. It's, there's no, there's no turning back. Like this is what I am meant to do. I honestly feel it in my heart. And there's so many times that, yeah, you have that bump backs to be like, okay, you know, maybe this isn't for me. But it's building that belief in yourself, that confidence. And when you find something that your heart desires, no matter what, like, 
it's just endless. You know, it, it success is measured in so many different measures in different ways. I absolutely love that. And it's so true because if you go back to when we were children, we were so unconditioned. We were just looking for all of the things around us to show us what we believe, right? So it's like you said, keep standing up, keep surrounding yourself with the people who are showing you what's possible. Uh, but that is really beautiful. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I actually like, I when I look back at it now, I always through life, I think I felt like a spin top. Like I was always there to help other people. I was always there to help friends. I was always there to, you know, help be in, in situations or relationships where I was always helping others. And I think it wasn't until, you know, I did have the kids and I gave so much to them. I gave so much to my husband. I gave someone else that I realized that no one was really giving me as much as I was giving them. And I don't mean that in a selfish way that I wanted it, but I think I really realized that like whatever I get out of this life is whatever I put into myself. Like I'm the only one in charge of my life. So it's up to me to make my own happiness. Oh, that's a truth bomb right there. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think now, like I've, I still listen every day is, you know, you got to wake up every day and, every day is different, but I really do feel that like, you have to believe in yourself. You have to do the things that make you happy. And it takes, it takes work to figure out what they are. Oh my goodness. Um, I agree with you 100%. And back to what you uh, said about like looking for that external validation, we'll call it. If you really look back and look through our lives, that's what we've been trained to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we do something that pleases somebody. Oh, great job. You did it. And then we, we get that reward. And that's how we, we live our lives. We live it based on what we know. But we both know because we both do the work. We both put that time in. We both start our mornings with intention. Uh, we both work on our mindset. We know that there's something bigger out there. Um, but just by doing that, it also allows you to look at, okay, like you said, the only person that can make me happy is myself, right? You can't control what other people are doing, but you can control, you know, what's within yourself, how you love yourself, how you speak to yourself, how you look at yourself. Um, and we, we don't give our brains enough power. Like, you know, our brains are magnificent. And you've heard me talk about this like so much, but it really is. It's just this it's thing that we don't give enough power to. No. And it's so true. Actually, a couple of days ago, I was having a bit of a down day. And I mean, we're in a pandemic, right? Like I'm trying to run an online business. My kids are home. My husband's home. Like things are crazy for sure. And the other day I, you know, I, I was having a down day and I look back at it now. And I remember you said once about, you know, how your brain has so many thoughts a day, right? And what I was doing is I was letting too many negative thoughts in. And it was, it just kind of just it was just tearing me down. And then I had to take a step back and be like, Tammy, just sit back, realize, you know, look how crazy it is. It is okay. Like, and I had to catch myself and turn those, you know, negative things into like, okay, well, you know, turn them into positive things. And, you know, once you start to, as you, you tell me this all the time, <laughs> that's what, uh, as like, once you catch one, it's, then you get that momentum to be like, okay, yeah, it is okay. It is okay. Oh, I did this today. That was great. And that and and that's what it just takes is, you know, like you preach all the time. It's really just catching those one or two 
you'll be like, uh-uh, listen Absolutely. to the other guy on that other shoulder. <laughs> well, where focus goes, energy flows, right? So if we give those negative thoughts any attention, then we're going to see more of it, right? And I won't get into like how the brain works on that. That'll be another podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's just the power of also owning that you get to choose your thoughts, right? And that's uncomfortable for a lot of people because when you take ownership, then it's up to you if you change it. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and if you can acknowledge the fact that, okay, wait a minute, I actually get to choose like, but some people hold on to the negative thoughts because they serve a purpose. Right. Um, and I mean, that's totally understandable, but working with that power that, okay, wait a minute, I'm in this moment. I get to choose how I handle it. I get to choose what thoughts that I actually believe. Mm -hmm. And of course it doesn't happen overnight. It takes a lot of work just as these negative. And if you could see me, I'm doing air quotes, but just <laughs> as these negative thoughts, come in um they serve a purpose but we get to choose if we believe them right okay. um and i think that's a really powerful thing um so you brought up you're running a business during covid during a pandemic you have everybody home um and i know this has been a challenge but how has having an online business during covid served you or even if you feel that it has some challenges you could talk about both but what has having this online business during a pandemic where most people are trying to pivot and go online you've already been online what has that what what has that brought you Oh my God. Well, I think back, you know, when the first, when the pandemic first happened, I just thought like, oh my God, can you imagine me working my full-time job at home with my kids? Like one great thing I'm very blessed is that I can, you know, work around the hours and, and things, but it really just shows to, um, I think it's, you know, especially for the mom's club is that I can show up as who I am. Like, yes, the kids are running. We can work through things together and just showing them like, relating to them like i'm i'm no different than anybody else and we can you know have that community and struggle through together and you know work through it together i think that's so important is having that community and kind of just sharing you know true well, you know self. what you you said something there that um that really that really is true is that you can be yourself. I feel, and this is just my opinion, but I feel that in society, we wear so many masks. Like we feel we have to be the perfect mom. We have to look a certain way. We have to be this, we have to be that. And as long as we are in you know, society and living that way, it's really almost impossible for you to tap into who you really are. So you've taken off all those masks and you are just showing up as yourself. And that is so powerful because I feel that, and like we can talk about your mom's club, but a lot of moms probably don't see themselves in, you know, society. You know, most people are pushing, you have to look this way, you have to be this way. And moms feel the pressure. Moms feel that they have to be a certain way, raise their kids a certain way, act a certain way, don't raise your voice. Like there's almost so many rules, but you kind of take away all of that. Yeah, and I think that also is one thing that comes with, you know, social media is what you see on social media. You always, people see, you know, their highlights, their highlight reels and their best things. And we often don't put enough focus on, you know, the struggle. Like it's okay to to share that you're struggling and reach out and to connect. And I think that's what more women need to do is actually just show that they're real selves so that people can, can feel safe and they feel that they can reach out. And, you know, we are in crazy times like never did we grow up in a pandemic never if I you know can't reach out to my mom and say well what did you do like right we didn't here we are teaching our kids how to go to school online when I mean 
we're telling our kids don't be on your tablets <laughs> like it's it's a learning as you go and i think that's why it's so important is you know just and really just connecting with people that are like you or, or, or a little bit, you know, that you want to be like in a positive way and just connecting with that. Absolutely. Um, would you say that all the habits that you have been working on, the self-worth, the self-development, whatever word you kind of want to put on it, do you feel that's prepared you for a COVID life? Oh my God. Yes, <laughs> definitely. I think, uh, if I had to be back in my nine to five corporate job and not have done any, you know, personal development things, I would not definitely not be in the positive mindset that I am now. It's, it's taken a lot of work and to, taken a lot of work to accept myself, I think, because we always same thing. Like I should be showing up. This is what I need to be doing. This is what I need to be doing. But realistically, like, life is how you make it you have to be okay with um you know just self-acceptance it's it's okay to feel that you're overwhelmed it's okay to feel that you can't get everything done it absolutely 100 percent. and it's the case of the shoulds right like we always feel like we should be doing this we should be doing that and there are some things that are you know are good for our health that you know make us better but i feel when it comes to being who we are we really censor ourselves in the fear of being judged in the fear of not being accepted in the fear of the backlash of who it is to be yourself right um and i am back to the question about all this work i had this uh my opinion once again that it's the habits that we create when things are okay that prepares for when times are not okay right um covid for me yeah there's been a lot of challenges but i do believe that i would not be handling it and not just covid challenges but life challenges um i would not be handling it the way i do if i didn't put that work in oh no 100 <clears throat> percent. i would definitely be um, not used to feeling how I'm feeling, like if I was overwhelmed, whereas now I know, okay, like, oh, I'm, I'm feeling a little overwhelmed today. Time to take some self-care before I even go into a little bit deeper spin or uh, it's definitely prepared me into saying like, okay, I know I need time for me. It's okay to feel like this and, and really, you know, understanding to go through how you're feeling and energy rather than like, this is what needs to get done today. Absolutely. And is that self-awareness piece too? And I do think that, and I'm, I'm going to say the word positivity, um, a positivity gets a bad name because mm -hmm. the work that I've taught you and the work that we do, it's not just about positive you know, positive away your feelings per se. It's you work with your feelings, but you also develop a toolkit. Yes. Right. And, and you learn more about yourself and what you need and how you can move forward. And that doesn't like we're not taught that. Right. So oh. as an adult, it's we're not the best learners. We're really like stuck into the comfort zone. So, you know, implementing those things as adults are super important because oh. most of our lives we haven't been really living according to who we really are. We've been hiding that. Oh, my God, for sure. Trying to to. Um to be accepted or to fit in a certain um, bubble or whatnot, probably not the best word right now, <laughs> but it's so true. Um, like even for example, in some of the work, you know, doing the say yes to you program right now, yesterday I was working on some things and it said, what would a perfect, what would be a perfect day for you? And realistically, like, you know, there may be no perfect day, but my, my answer was, you know, 
to be a nice bright day. I get up and do my exercise, do some personal development first and kind of not. And, and, or, you know, that would be my perfect day. And then yesterday was a bit of a like, you know, okay, wow, so much happening. And then today I was like, oh my God, the sun is shining. And I didn't even think, okay, this is what I should do. I just got up, went for a walk and it was, I created the perfect day. So it's, you know, taking action on that. And if I didn't have to take time to sit down and write that down, I wouldn't have thought today would have been a perfect day. Absolutely. And it's all that self-reflection, right? And a lot of people don't want to go there because it's hard. It's hard work to really, you know, peel back all the layers that we have kind of formed around us to keep us comfortable. And it's just peeling them back slowly, taking a look and realizing that, yeah, as corny as it sounds, you get to create your perfect day. You get to create the life that you want. That doesn't mean that everything is rainbows and sunshine because, you know, hardship, suffering, pain, it's all part of our lives. That's not going anywhere, but it's when it happens, what do we do with it? How do we handle it? How do we move forward? Um, how can you best navigate these challenging times? And that doesn't mean that, you know what? Sometimes you go and have a glass of wine and you watch your Netflix. That doesn't mean that these things doesn't happen for us. It just oh means God. they don't happen every night. Yes, exactly. Right, because we both know that's not what we want. To, and, and to be the, the thing that we cope with, right? So it's learning so much about us. Um, what would you say is your biggest motivator to keep you on track and to keep you um, moving forward and following your dreams? Um, I would probably either my kids or even just like other women, like helping others is my big motivator. And I feel that, um, you know, I was conditioned and I love my parents by all means, but I was con conditioned to think that life was a nine to five job, you know, and it's just showing, you know, my kids or other women who need it, that there's so much more to life. Like just to take the time to invest in yourself, you can create any life that you want. You just have to surround yourself with the right people and, you know, invest in yourself to get the right mindset to do that. Absolutely. And even though our results are the same in the end, my my situation was a little different. So I didn't really have that choice of leaving my nine to five. It was almost like it was forced upon me. But mm -hmm. during those hardships, they really brought about um, some beautiful changes. And then I believe that was a catalyst that allowed me to do the work that I'm doing today. So you know, that's, it's so true what you said that you have to surround yourself with um, what you want to believe because same here, I grew up nine to five, um, pension, 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 this yeah. is what I had to do, right? And that was my life. Like I put my head down, I have three degrees. Um, and I really went for what I thought that I had to do. And to be quite honest, I was in my dream job. Um, I love teaching. I know I am put on this planet to be a teacher. So when that was taken away from me, it was like, okay, now what, what do I have to do? Do I just lay down or do I find a way to make it work? Right. So it's all about tapping into that inner wisdom and mm -hmm. not lying down when things get hard. And I very early on, I think developed this mindset that I was going to take a really big hardship and make it something beautiful. And that is what has been my motivator, my driving factor. So I think it's really important to have that driving factor. Yours yeah. is your family, your service. Mine is my service too. And to show other women um, to, to know that they can overcome their hardships. Like 
a pandemic is really hard, but there are ways we can navigate through it and make the best of what it can be. That doesn't mean once again, rainbows and unicorns and all that kind of stuff, but it's taking these challenging situations and finding a way to make it work. So I've had to totally, like I let, I've had to leave my, my teaching job and here I am now finding a way to teach online and to make an impact and to teach what I've learned. And so are you, and that's something beautiful, right? Oh, for sure. I remember one thing when I, when I first left my corporate job, I was really worried because it was a very, like, you know, it was oil and gas. So many people were, I felt that people were going to be like, what are you doing? Like you're leaving a corporate job. You're so young. You have such a good future ahead of you. And I remember the day that I left, I received so many messages from people who worked there and just said like, uh, not just like necessarily in that company or anything. It's nothing to do with the company. And uh, people just saying like, I wish I had the courage that you did. And yeah. like, there's just so many messages that I received after that. It was just kind of like, it was reassurance. Like, you know, sometimes it, as being an entrepreneur, you're on Facebook and you're waiting for those, you know, quick notifications, those likes, those hearts, those comments. But there's so many people, um, that this is what I've learned is, you know, there's so many people that are just watching you from behind that, like on the days that I don't want to show up, I just got to think about those people that who do need to Absolutely. see the real me, you know? Yeah. And who are getting the gumption to maybe follow their heart and their desires. And that doesn't necessarily mean leave your nine to five, but no. it means following <laughs> your passion. Right. And, you know, and when I get those messages too, they're, they're very humbling. And once again, we're both in this to help people and for the service, um, but it's not easy. Like people, like people say, oh my goodness, I can't believe that you're, you know, you're finally living your dream, but they don't know the hardships that came with it. They don't know the behind the scenes. And, you know, I won't share that on today's podcast, but my journey has not been easy by any means. I've been taking hardship after hardship after hardship and not quitting. So, you know, what can you, what tip would you say? And I'll give my tip after, but what tip would you give um, to people who are in their struggle, who are um, feeling like they're empty and they don't know who they are anymore and they're in the spin top, as you would say? What advice would you give them? Oh, contact Gina. Keep it. No. <laughs> You know? <laughs> I would say do something every single day that makes you feel like you. And that comes back, you know, like you say, Gina, to the momentum. Like once you start doing something every single day that start your day, you know, with something that makes you feel good. And then that's going to make you want to do something else. And just really connect yourself to the people that, you know, that you see that you would like to be like and just follow them and just see what they what it is that they do and work that into your lifestyle and reach out. I love that. That's beautiful. And it's so true. Even if you took one thing each day that made you feel that light or that, you know, like you, it makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. I think mine would be that you are not your struggles and don't quit. Oh my goodness. Some we quit on ourselves so often, but we make promises to other people that we keep all the time right so like keep oh, your right like we we will tear ourselves apart to keep a promise um for our jobs or for people on the outside and then to take 30 minutes for ourselves we won't do it um take the time for yourselves and i i have to say this one because so many women that i that i work and talk with they are so worried what other people think you're not going to be for everybody. And that's okay. There's going to be people who are not going to see your vision, who are not going to agree with you. 
but that's already happening now in a life that you are not enjoying. So why not find out who you are and, and just deal with that, right? Not everyone's going to be there, but you are the only one that got to live with you. That's, that is really like, I still struggle with that sometimes. Like when I, when you helped me zone in on the mom's club and then I felt bad for like, well, what are the other women that I could be helping? But it's really just, you know, I'd be changing myself to show up for other people. And it's exactly like you said, being true to yourself. Yeah. And that's really hard because we're, we are conditioned not to do that, but really just owning who you are. And like, I have so many quirks and I'm so silly and I, I hid that for a little while, you know what I mean? And I've actually had people um, that are close to me say, well, what are people going to think that you're not teaching in the classroom anymore? What are people going to think when I had my, my burnout and I was struggling And I lived that life for way too long of worrying what people thought. And man, that's a heavy burden to carry. And I say, put that burden down and own who you are and the right people will come into your life. And right. And the more layers that I shed, the more I step into who I am, the more amazing people come into my life. And if that means that. AKA Tammy (laughs) Kingdom. Exactly. No, you're here, you know, and there's just so many people who love me for who I am, not, not of what I am on paper or what I should look on paper or, you know, so it's just letting all that go. And the more you do that, the more that people come into your life that really love you for who you are. Yes. And you're such an amazing teacher. You're still a teacher and just teaching us in so many different ways, right? Exactly. Well, I'm actually the the way that I try to look at it is that I'm teaching people the things that I wish that I was taught earlier on. And, uh, you know, sometimes you just got to go with the punches. And I do believe like you, like this is happening to me for a reason. And there's going to be one day that I'll look back and go, oh, okay, there it is. (laughs) Yeah. You have not felt that already? Well, I have, I guess, but it's just, it's still surreal. And, um, you know, like everything has moved so fast and you just, you know, you just got to take it all one day at a time. Um, One more question. Uh, I do have to ask you, um, you are a phenomenal um, total body health coach, but if there are other business owners or people who want to start their own business um, and who are like feeling stuck right now and know that they want something more, they're looking at Tammy King and like, Oh, I wish I could do that. What would you say to those business wannabes or business owners who are just feeling stuck right now, early in the stages? I would definitely say you have to invest in yourself. You have to. um, And like, this is not a per, like, <laughs> this is not a gimmick to say invest in Gina keeping like, <laughs> but <laughs> no, but seriously, this is like, I listened to a podcast yesterday. I'm all about my podcast lately. And they're saying like, you know, when you are going into business, um, you have to think about your a business mindset and different than a personal mindset when it comes to spending money. And I think in order, like, I can't imagine where I would be if I didn't invest in a business coach this time last year, I would not be anywhere I am today. And I can honestly say that. So I think it's really, you know, I didn't even know fully everything that I wanted. I had some ideas. So I think it's so important to invest in somebody who can help you can that can teach you say, okay, you know what, it's not going to be all roses, it's going to be hard. And to set you up with the right tools to get you started. I think that's, that's one of the best things that I would definitely say. 
Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, anytime that I invest, I always get back the return and more, right? And it's oh, the thing like with your personal mindset, you have to invest in you in order for you to grow. There is no magic pill. There is no magic wand that's going to be like, okay, you spent one hour on yourself today. You're all, you're all good. No, it's a lifelong process, right? Yes. That's the way I feel about it. Um, okay. So what we're going to do now is we're going to jump into the fun part. <laughs> Why are we not having fun already? Oh, we totally are. But you know that I love to kind of end things um, with a little bit of fun. So we're going to do some rapid fire questions. All right. And so rapid fire means that you can't think about it. You have to answer immediately. Okay. Okay. So no thinking. Um, All right. Are you ready? Is that the first question? (laughs) (laughs) The answer should have been yes. Okay, here we go. Nachos or tacos? Tacos. A nickname you used to have or still have? I don't have one. If you could travel back in time, where would you go? Uh, Mexico. Say a word in French and it cannot be bonjour. J'adore. (laughs) Your favorite Harry Potter character. Oh my God, I don't watch Harry Potter. I don't even know who they are. Well, Harry Potter, you could say him. Oh, Harry Potter. (laughs) Sunrise or sunset? Uh, Sunrise. Perfect date. Uh, Domino's? I don't know why they came (laughs) Love it. What's your go-to order from your favorite restaurant? Oh, there's so many. Uh, Right now, I'm thinking Stephanie Pizza. Oh, I would love to have that. (laughs) I'm Shattered Piano. Domino's, though. What is your favorite word? Love. What is your go-to song? Uh, This Girl on Fire. If you could win an Olympic medal for any sport, real or fake, what would it be? Uh, Rowing. If you could change your name, what would it be? Oh, Betsy? If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Uh, To freeze people. Best piece of advice you have ever gotten and wish that you knew earlier in your life. Can I curse? (laughs) Yeah, we can. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just looking at my cup. Don't fuck with my mindset. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I love that. Um, And before we go, is there anything else that you would like the listeners of the Keeping It Real podcast to know? Is there any one more piece of advice or anything that um, you would just like to give a gold nugget? Mm, Not that I can think of off the top of my head. (laughs) Sounds great. And where can we find you? You can um, find me on www.tammymarieking.com. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook under Tammy King. Awesome. Well, Tammy, thank you so much for being here and sharing your wisdom. And I just absolutely love talking to you. We're going to have you on again. Oh, awesome. <laughs> thank you so much. It's my pleasure. It's so awesome. much fun. And for all the listeners, go and check Tammy King out. She is amazing. And get yourselves in her mom club. Thanks for spending time with me today. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, 
feel free to take a screenshot and share this with someone that you think should hear this. If this is your very first time listening, I would really appreciate if you push that subscribe button so you can join us for all future episodes. And if you're feeling really generous, I would love for you to leave a five-star review. Be kind, folks. I'm Gina Keeping, and today we have been keeping it real. We'll see you next time.